Hi, this is James Devine, and I am an educator who has come out of the trenches. Listen in as my friend and colleague Dana Goodyear shares stories and tips from other educators who have come out of the trenches. Welcome to the Out of the Trenches podcast. This is Dana Goodyear. Thanks for listening. My next guest is Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore. Michelle has um, worked for over two decades as a district and school liberal administrator, instructional designer, coach, and teacher. She is also the host of Design Lessons Podcast. Through individual coaching sessions and workshops, Michelle uses design thinking and project-based learning principles to support educators with actionable steps to become leaders and change makers in their lives and the lives of their students. Welcome to the podcast, Michelle. Oh, thanks so much, Dana. It's wonderful to be here. Well, we connected a few weeks ago at the Teach Better Conference mid-October, and uh, you know, you're also a podcaster, and you were um, doing some podcasts there as well. And I'm uh, just thrilled to have you on to talk about what you do. Uh, so we'll go right into uh, my first question. I ask everybody, tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to fall out. Well, you know, that my story has sort of three parts. So I'll, I'll try to tell them as succinctly as possible, but it really has led me to what I'm doing now with life design um, and also just creating a vision and making it come to fruition. Um, I am, I was, I am and still a lifelong educator, but I feel as though I had one year in my life and this was, I feel like everyone has a watershed time. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, everyone's watershed time right now has been the pandemic because mm-hmm. it's caused all of us to look at our lives and look at systems in a different, in a, just a different light. Um, so, but my watershed moment came a few years before the pandemic. Um, I was the kind of educator who got to work at 6.30 at morning and sometimes didn't leave till 9.30 at night. Um, mm-hmm. And just depending on what was going on. But that same year, my dad um, had a health crisis. Um, I got a call in the middle of the day that said he was in the hospital. Um, and, I ru- and I rushed around, if you're familiar with the, the DC area, there's a beltway, rushed around the beltway, a trip that normally would take an hour and a half uh, in traffic. I was there in 45 minutes and I got there and um, you know, my dad was just lifeless and looking at the ceiling. And you know, it was, it was sort of a critical moment. And to speed the story up a little bit, it ends well for him, um, he's doing fine, but it was a turning point or at least one of the turning points for me. It made me be a little bit more um, cognizant of family mm-hmm. um, and the time that I was spending Um, in different places in my life. The second Mm -hmm. thing that happened that year was my husband's company closed. um, And the part happy part about that is we're like, Oh, you know what, you can retire, right? We were, Mm -hmm. he had been saving for years. And so we're like, great, you can retire. The third thing, and this is probably the thing that finally just made me turn my life around is I literally ended up having a panic attack in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I went to a therapist, because I think mental health is important. She's like, you have Um, expectations for yourself, unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. for yourself. Um, And those three things combined, you know, and all happening in the same year, Mm -hmm. made me decide that I need to design my life to really honor the things that I value, the things that give me energy and make me excited to wake up each day. Mm -hmm. And so that's what kind of brought me to the things that I do now, 
um, with clients, which is helping them to design a life that they love to wake up to, really using those design thinking processes instead of for product design, um, which is what they're used for in the business world um, and system design. Um, we use them for personal and professional development. Mm-hmm. So do you only work with educators and designing um, kind of that life design or is it also people in different fields? People in all fields. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, of course, you know, educators have my heart because I've always been an educator, mm-hmm. but no, it's not limited. These steps aren't limited just to educators. I think that um, when you look at some of the steps of design thinking about a lot of any field can use them for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and any individual can use them. So, yeah, I absolutely work with clients who are not um, not educators, but I also work with educators as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about, um, so work that you did um, in educational spaces with design thinking of the curriculum and how you now design this design, her life design masterclass. So how are you using that format, kind of shifting that from educational space? So so if you're on my website, which is Mm michelleschmidtmore.com and there's a, you can download a Project U um, 30 day action planner. And what that does for you is it walks you through, and I'm going to do it for you right now, is walks you through the leader process, which is basically the design thinking process, okay. but it's steps by step. It's L is for listen, I, I'm not I, <laughs> L is for listen, E is really having empathy. So L mm-hmm. is listening, what is important to me? Um, E is really evaluating, having empathy for yourself and figuring out what's the thing that I need to focus on specifically. Mm -hmm. A is accessing all of the ideas that you have, really figuring out what are your barriers to um, creating a solution um, and what is working. And D, Mm -hmm. you finally designed that solution that's going to work for you. E, go out and experiment and do it and R, reflect. Mm -hmm. So going through that process can help you take solve a very specific daily challenge that you have. And that's what I do. Like if I do a workshop, um, mm-hmm. like I recently did at the Teach Better conference, we look at one small daily challenge that you're having, okay. or if you're doing the Project U project, you can do it. But um, if you're a part of the Life Design Masterclass, now that is like a six week cohort. Um, and mm-hmm. we use that same acronym leader to get you there, but we do more in depth, right? We're looking Mm -hmm. at what are your goals for yourself um, in terms of your career? What are your health and wellness goals? What is your passion project? Each of Mm -hmm. us kind of has a creative outlet. What's our passion project? And a lot of times that's tied into our professional goals as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And we look at each of those areas of your life. We do a forecast for 10 years out, and Mm -hmm. then we sort of backward plan some milestones and some goals. But I think the one thing I want to stress is that the leader process, I look at it as a mindset, like a vibe, right? Mm -hmm. As well as a verb. Like it is, here are the action steps to get you there. And if you come with this mindset of reflection and refinement and being really um, sort of grounded in the process Mm -hmm. of getting to where you want to go, then um, you're kind of, you're using that sort of design thinking process because it really is about refining ref, refinement and reflection or reflection mm-hmm. and then refinement. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that six week cohort is live. You know, we do it together. You're in the company of others who are also sort of um, getting their life 
life in order, so to speak, um, and really um, choosing things that light them up and mm-hmm. instead of doing what they've always done, instead of doing the status quo. Okay. And how often do you um, offer these six-week cohorts? Um, probably about every two months or so. So I'll be offering uh, a new one for the new year. Um, we'll start um, sort of talking about it in December. So you'll probably, you can always go on the wait list at any time, but the new one will start in the new year. Okay. And then every couple of months, I'll offer, I offer it each month again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, people that want to participate in that don't really have to know much about the design thinking process because you kind of peel back the layers and you have those yeah. different steps that people are supposed to work through. Is it kind of like you have a time in the Zoom meetings to discuss and then you kind of have homework people need to work on? I would exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We come together. We look at the strategy that we're going to do. We try it out. Uh, and then, of course, yes, there's always a little bit of homework so that you can because, you know, a strategy is not going to take <laughs> the little bit of time that we're in. And then the next week we come back um, and we build upon that. So we're looking at, you know, who do you need to be in order to walk into that vision that you have for your life? We look at um, different listening strategies so you can get really clear on what it is that you actually want. So you don't have to mm-hmm. come with this vision that you already have. I think the best thing um, and what I found people who are reflective or open to being reflective, mm-hmm. um, I think do the best um, with the life design masterclass. But mm-hmm. I do definitely walk you through the steps and I give you very specific strategies for each step. Um, mm-hmm. And I find that people learn something about themselves. Life is a is a big, massive experiment. And if you're willing to kind of step a little bit outside your com- comfort zone, if you're mm-hmm. willing to change your expectations for yourself. And I don't mean lower them. I mean, sometimes your expectations for yourself are just different from what everyone just follows that normal path in life, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're really looking at what's important to you. Where do you want to have time, you know, in your day, your week, your year? Um, Where do you want to build in time? And where do you want to get rid of things that aren't serving you any longer? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you said uh, you have a six-week cohort, but you also do these workshops. So you had a condensed version of that um, at the Teach Better conference. So, and you said the title of that is Project You Design a Life Made for You. Um, so how is that um, maybe kind of a, uh, a little bit of a taste? This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. ...of what people can at least start out with um, if they see you at a conference. What would so, in, yeah, absolutely. In that conference, I tell you that the story about my father and, and that um, whole year in a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth, in a little mm-hmm. more detail. Um, but I tell you that story so that you can start thinking about what your water, watershed moment is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually, and during that sort of shorter, we pick one, um, sort of daily challenge that Mm -hmm. is just getting in your way each day. And that way we can move through the design thinking process. So you Mm -hmm. go through knowing and understanding the process, but you also walk through and you've got a solution to that daily challenge that you're ready to, to implement really Mm -hmm. right away. Um, so that's the biggest thing is you, you gain is that mindset but also the actual steps. Um, a lot of times we'll do a joint, you always have a choice. You can choose one of your own challenges, you know, cause mm-hmm. I want people to choose something that is 
specific and personalized to them. Or you can uh, go with the inquiry question of how do I wake up excited for mm -hmm. the day? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the one we use as our model question. But I have found participants have asked the question of, you know, how can I be content throughout mm -hmm. the day? Um, how can I continue to work without external recognition, right? Mm -hmm. We sometimes are missing that external validation. Some people have asked themselves, um, how can I get out the door in the morning on time? You know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's very specific as that. So each person kind of ends up with their own question or mm -hmm. they can do the question, uh, the joint question um, and sort of go along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you do have a 30 day action planner. Um, mm -hmm. Is that something that people would buy online or download from your website? Yes, it's absolutely free. It's um, if you go to michelleschmidtmore.com mm -hmm. and Michelle's with one L, that's always a tricky. Mm -hmm. um, and it's right there. First thing you see, it says download the Project U 30 day action planner. Um, and the great thing about that is it walks you through the leader process. Um, as well. It's a mm -hmm. little bit like the workshop, except for, of course, you know, you're getting that those prompts mm -hmm. um, in the planner and also some email and there's some audio um, podcast episodes that I point you to so you can have the specific strategies. Um, so that's completely free. You can absolutely try out the process. Um, and, you know, I'm right, I'm just an email away. So if you mm -hmm. get to any parts of the process, um, and you get stuck, you can just email me and I'll help you out. Great, great. So you've also um, been podcasting for a while. So uh, your design lessons podcast, is this something that you start uh, coincidentally started uh, when you launched this program or is it something that came about later? Um, I think actually the podcast came first. So mm -hmm. I've always been interested when I think about authentic learning experiences, I think of them as being connected to the real world. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that's important when we when we talk about our students um, or really anyone, right? So we mm -hmm. that we hone in on our creative and our critical thinking, um, and then of course the idea of mindset. So those are those three were always my pillars for the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so any episodes that I created that either were me, um, and I always give very concrete strategies in the podcast. Mm -hmm. e anytime you listen, it's is a concrete strategy. We just did a did one on um, how to bust through uh, procrastination. Mm -hmm. um, we did an episode on work-life balance and how it's all a lie. <laughs> and here are some strategies you can use instead. Um, so usually for the uh, the podcast, in essence, was my passion project. When you talk about life design, the podcast was my passion project that really mm -hmm. helped me to mm -hmm. um, expand my professional learning network. Mm -hmm. um, it helped me to connect um, with so many other people and so many ed other educators. Um, so for me, it's been a, a real creative outlet mm -hmm. um, because it allows me to connect with so many people and hear their story. Um, and so that's, that's why I started actually with the podcast and then that's grown and blossomed into um, the work I'm doing now with um, life design pathways, because that's what we're doing. We're designing a pathway for you, building in those milestones, um, some, a little bit of an extrinsic motivation to go along with, of course, figuring out what is your purpose? What is your why? Um, and how do you get from where you are now to where you want to be? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so on the podcast, you say you do talk to people um, mm -hmm. and interview. So uh, how often does the podcast come out? And uh, do you do a lot of episodes just yourself? 
I do a combination. So, um, and it also depends on the season. So mm-hmm. last season on season three of the podcast, we walked through the leader process together. So that those were mm-hmm. all solo episodes. This season on the podcast, we're doing a bit of a mix. So you'll have some podcast episodes that are me, you know, giving just like the two examples I gave with procrastination and work-life balance, where I give you very specific strategies for how to combat those two sort of stressors that are often mm-hmm. in people's lives. Um, but I also do podcast episodes where I'm talking to people who are leaders in their own lives, people who have passion projects, and I talk to them about what their passion project is and where do they want, where is their passion project now and where do they want to see um, is their next step. Um, so we do a little bit of coaching on the podcast, but also people get an opportunity to share mm-hmm. what's really exciting for them. Um, mm-hmm. And so that kind of kind of support I love spreading the word for what people are passionate about and so that Mm -hmm. is uh those are the two kinds of episodes the episodes come out twice a month Mm -hmm. um so I do twice a month I have an episode usually one's a a interview and the other one is usually a single episode okay okay so on those coaching episodes uh what does that look like is that somebody who is is currently going through the cohort um so to kind of I know. Um, Yeah. So it doesn't, it can be either or, right? So sometimes it is someone who's in the cohort who's agreed uh, to come on and have a coaching session. Um, But most of the time it is just people who are out in the world doing really interesting things um, who kind of like up leveled their professional life a little bit and have maybe started um, a a project of their own that they're interested in sharing with the world. Mm -hmm. And we talk about their project. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, you are also available to give uh, PD to districts and schools. And would this be kind of based on what you've talked about? Or do you also kind of focus some of the school-based PD on uh, design thinking and project-based learning? Yeah, so for school-based PD, I I like working um, sort of with organizations as they're streamlining sort of their vision for Mm -hmm. where they want to go. So we use design thinking to make sort of a strategic plan for where, where whether it's, let's say if it's a school or a district, where they want to go. And so we use a lot of the different strategies um, for design thinking in order to listen to stakeholders Mm -hmm. um, that are interested in, as they're creating their vision for their school, or they're creating Mm -hmm. a vision for a program. Um, I've used uh, this process also with students. So for instance, during the pandemic, um, our students were of course learning online. And so we use the leader process. I asked them them the question, our inquiry question was, what would be an ideal online learning experience for them? Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were their best stakeholders themselves, you know, and I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I said in any class, right, it doesn't have to be specifically. So they did a lot of listening to each other in terms of what was important to them, what excited them, what engaged them. Um, and in the end, so the prototypes that they came up with, some people came up with prototypes for what would a week look like? Some people came up with prototypes of what would a specific day look like? Mm-hmm. Some people came up, you know, so the outcomes were varied, right? So each of the students, or actually I had them working in groups, came came out with different presentations as a result of that. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something I can do two ways, right? So we can mm-hmm. work with educators on how do I teach my students these design thinking skills, and we can come up with um, problems 
that are specific to your discipline or specific to you know students themselves. Um, or also if you're looking at a larger vision, right? If you are a principal looking at, we want to revise our vision for our school, or we want to solve a specific issue that we're having at our school, then we can use design thinking to make sure we're listening to all of our stakeholders, that we're honing in, having empathy, really honing in into what is the actual, actual problem. Um, and then we're going to do some uh, divergent thinking and access multiple solutions mm -hmm. um, and then streamline that down to a very specific solution that we're going to try out, collect data on, and then revise and reflect and move forward. So there's very many applications, absolutely, If whether I'm working with an organization or one-on-one -on -one with people for their professional development mm -hmm. or working in schools, teaching students um, mm -hmm. how to use design thinking to solve problems within different disciplines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a wide variety of uh, offerings and, you know, catering towards uh, the specific school's needs, it sounds like. Absolutely. So uh, we've had a lot of conversation about what's got you started on this process of, um, you know, her life design masterclass, um, and also about what you can offer to um, anybody who's interested in joining the cohort and also your podcast out of everything we talked about today, what's one thing you'd like listeners to remember? I think the big thing is to listen. I think that is, I think a lot of times we get, um, caught up in, um, the business of being a leader or the business of leading living. Um, mm -hmm. and we forget to listen to really what is important to us. So if mm -hmm. I were to give homework per se, I would say take this week um, and really listen to what lights you up, mm -hmm. right? Each day, what has lighted, lit you up and pay, pay attention also to what's bringing you down, right? Mm -hmm. What is um, making you feel heavy? And then look by the end of the week, what are some things that you can eliminate um, mm -hmm. as a result of that sort of mini experiment that you've given to yourself? Mm -hmm. um, and what are some things that you can um I'm going to say, what's it called? <laughs> the word amplify. That's the word I'm looking mm -hmm. for. What are the things that you can amplify as a result of that reflection? So just start with that listening piece. And I think that you're going to uncover um, some things maybe that you didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great words to uh, ponder and think about as we end the podcast today. Where can people connect with you and find you online? Well, my website is michelleschmidtmore.com. That's a, always a good start. And then, of course, on the, all of the socials, <laughs> my uh, handle is M for Michelle and then Schmidtmore. Mm -hmm. um, it's always at M Schmidtmore. Okay. Great. I'll make sure I put those in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for being my guest on the Out of the Trenches podcast today. It was great having you on today. Uh, thanks so much, Dana. It was great talking to you as well. My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. Get it now at amzn.to slash 3b7-2z. Again, amzn.to slash 3b7-hx2z. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. 
Tell your friends and colleagues about it. And if this episode resonates, especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at Out of Trenches PC. Thank you.